Are you going for a walk, a hike, a travel trip? Make sure that you have the right shoes, sandals, and boots for the trip, and make sure that they fit. Jesse Browns has an expert team of footwear fitters that will help make your endeavor feel better from the bottom of your feet and up. Placement in the right category and the right size keep you looking and feeling good, Mortimer, in the right shoes. Stop by jessebrowns.com or the brick and mortar in the shopping district of Charlotte South Park area to get your newest, most favorite adventure footwear from Jesse Browns. Welcome everyone to the Carolina Outdoors. It's wintertime and we're celebrating that on the Carolina Outdoors. I'm your host, Bill Barty. In recent weeks, we've talked about cool things to do here in the Carolinas, but one of these cool things and cool places attracts people from all over, all over the country, all over the region. And for those of you who are listening in Florida as the Carolina Outdoors blast up and down the eastern seaboard early on a Saturday morning via the airwaves of WBT, you will have an interest in this as well because Sugar Mountain Resort is the largest ski resort in North Carolina, but it also pulls not just Carolinians, but also plenty of people from Florida because it is one of the closest ski resorts to our Florida friends. And whenever we talk about ski sugar, we bring in our friend Kim Yokel to the program, aviator, multiple-time author, ski athlete and she helps run the show at sugar mountain resorts kim welcome to the carolina outdoors thank you bill for having me i love to talk about skiing so i'm so happy that i'm the one you call when you want to talk about winter fun well and you know you are so kind because of all your talents as an aviator you're a storyteller at jesse brown's you've written uh, books uh, th- that we have at Jesse Brown's. And, and anyway, we always like sharing that. And we also like sharing that Sugar Mountain, of course, is a year-round place for people to delve into with uh, mountain biking and uh, restaurants and food and all of the fun things that you have year-round. But, Kim, we cannot ignore that when wintertime hits, that becomes one of the busiest places in North Carolina. And for that reason, we like for our listeners to know what is in store for them if they head up the mountain to Sugar Mountain Resort. So we've had a pretty mild go of it early on uh, through the fall and early stages of winter. But then it's starting to come. We've had precipitation that I'm sure helps you out some. Talk to us about Sugar Mountain and what's happening as far as conditions go right now. Well, you're right. We did have somewhat of a late start, but in the grand scheme of ski area operations around the country um, and around the world, we didn't really get a late start. But for us, you know, Uh we always like to get open early November, mid-November. We certainly like to be open by Thanksgiving. This year, we weren't able to open until November 28th. Uh, and then we had, you know, a decent start, a good, actually a good start. And then it kind of got shaky a bit. Uh, we had a tough Christmas day, a couple tough days leading into Christmas with torrential rain. And, um, uh, you know, it was a little tough on the slopes. But now winter has returned. We've mm-hmm. got winter uh, freezing temperatures at night in the in the teens and 20s, milder temperatures during the day, like in the 30s and 40s. So we've got the snow machines running back up and building back on that base and widening the slopes um, of the existing slopes that are open with snowmaking. So we're, we're 
back on a on a good track with for, with uh, winter weather, cold weather, even some snow in the forecast for what the Weather Channel says is the foreseeable future. So currently, we have um, 10 slopes open, five lifts. Our tubing is open. Our ice skating is open. We've had seven inches of natural snowfall, which, you know, that's decent for December. We've got a 20 to 50-inch base, but uh, we certainly will be building on that as uh, we're, make, we're making snow right now, but uh, once the, the the sun goes down and the moon comes up, we'll, and it's going to be a clear sky tonight, maybe a little cloud cover and a little bit of snow flurries, we'll start to really make a dent and, and make the uh, slopes, give them a deeper base and a, and a wider slope and probably start making snow on some of the trails that haven't opened this year and try to get a little bit more open terrain uh, for the rest of the holiday period and into the um, new year, into the month of January. So we're looking good. Looking great. Sugar Mountain, of course, 50-plus years old. We just had the big celebration of the 50 years a few years ago. And, of course, Kim, I don't have to tell you what we've been through in the past few years, but to talk about the business of uh, Sugar Mountain, you invested, uh, the resort invested, uh, in new equipment before the pandemic, new snowmaking equipment. Tell us what kind of difference that makes uh, when you are helping build the base with uh, with the snowmaking machines and that sort of thing. Does, does that investment put you ahead uh, rather than behind of, of the trend? Well, you know, Bill, every year we're investing in our snowmaking, whether it's in, in wow. new snow machines, replacing older snow machines. Uh, we just um, upgraded and reset the, the infrastructure of the snowmaking over the past uh, four or five years by uh, replacing the underground system, the snowmaking, the water pipes, the air pipes. Uh, we just replaced them. They were, you know, in there for 50 plus years since 1969. So those have been replaced. We've, we're always, we've always, we always have the newest um, and most sophisticated snow, make, snow grooming machine, a Casbor Snowcat. We've got, you know, five or six of those that groom the slopes. So it's not just the snow machines, it's the entire infrastructure that we are always purchasing new, replacing old, or upgrading something so that the entire system works properly. We also replaced um, some of the pumps, the water pumps in the compressor house. Um, so it's a, it's a whole operation that keeps snowmaking up and running and, and good snow on the slopes when the temperature, of course, the temperature in Mother Nature is always <laughs> going to dictate uh, the investments we make and how efficient and effective and useful and um, how much they pay off. But, you know, Mother Nature always seems to come forward at some point in time and and help us reap the benefits and provide wonderful snow conditions for skiers and snowboarders. Yes, and of course, now that we uh, have are beyond Christmas, uh, even your more busy times are upcoming. You've got New Year's up ahead. Of course, uh, MLK uh, that weekend is always big on the slopes and that sort of thing. Before I leave this, though, because you talk about the investment, the annual investment in making uh, the infrastructure better each year, you've also opened up new runs as well that have become very popular, one of which named for your husband, Gunther's Way. Tell us how big a deal is it when you open up a, a new run, especially a sizable run like Gunther's Way or any other run, how big a deal that is. Well, yeah, Gunther's Way was a big deal. And that was, a, um, let's see, I'm trying to look back really quickly on our timeline. Um, 
I believe that was in 2000. Um, I don't know. I can't find it. 2018, somewhere around there. Um, but I'll, I'll look it up. It almost yeah, seems so like yesterday. To, <laughs> Time flies yeah. when we're having fun. Yeah, it was, like I said, I, the timeline's not giving me that right away. Um, but we did open Gunter's, Gunter's Way maybe four or five years ago. And that was a huge uh, game changer in terms of sugar, the terrain and the experience that people were able to have here at Sugar Mountain because it opened up uh, the northwest side of the mountain, which was kind of a ridge that was you know, it didn't have any skiing, any slopes, um, but it was Sugar Mountain Resorts property. So, yeah, we opened up that slope. It's long. It's got a lot of terrain. It's a blue-black. There's some terrain that is very steep at the bottom. The top has a little steep pitch. And then there's a nice cruiser flat part on the in the midsection. Um, but it brings a lot of the crowds and a lot of the more intermediate and expert skiers to that side of the mountain. So it loosens up the bottom, the beginning, beginner area for beginners and intermediate skiers. We also moved a lift. We, we took one of our um, summit lifts and moved it over to the Gunter's Way area so um, those skiers over there can access that part of the mountain and not move across the mountain where there's beginners or intermediates. Um, and then, of course, the new Summit Express lift we installed around 2018. Um Let's see, was that? Uh, I'm not sure. That was 2015. Um, that was that was a game changer as well because that speeded everything up. You can get to the top of the mountain in three to five minutes. It's a six passenger high speed lift. That also has moved people more quickly, more efficiently, and reduced the lines. We also put in a high speed four passenger on Oma's Meadow, which is on the east side of the. Um, mountain and that is more intermediate uh, kind of more intermediate terrain and that has moved people away from the bottom and also from the upper part of the mountain over to that section um, so we've done a lot and to help create a more efficient experience for everyone which basically means you don't stand in line as, as long we've also made a, a, a lot of improvements um, in uh, the the way you purchase tickets, we've got better software, we have a better rental system. We just partnered with Wintersteiger, which is a big name in the ski industry. They do rental equipment systems all over the world, all over the country, and we just partnered with them this year to streamline our, our rental system. So again, we're making efforts not only to improve the product that we give, but also the process in which you need to purchase um, your tickets or your rental equipment. So we've we've seen a lot of um, that pay off during this holiday um, period because we're not seeing the huge lines that people unfortunately had to wade through in years past. Um, so yeah, we're really working through a lot of the the issues or the problem, not really problems, but just. Uh, things that technology have, has allowed us to, to grow into to make the, the experience, the fun experience of winter fun better and more enjoyable. Yeah, not to live in the past, but, I mean, uh, what you're talking about, too, is uh, uh, you were in a safe place. You know, the North Carolina, North Carolina Mountains was a safe place during the pandemic, and, and Sugar Mountain, one of the safest places to go and be outdoors and do that. But because of that, it became first come, first serve. So when the mountain filled up, um, 
that was that. How is that work now? Are reservations a part of the mountain now, or is it still first come, first serve with the added technology uh, dispersing some of the crowds? And then I'm going to ask you uh, another question about skiers. Uh, you know, during the pandemic, we were still first come, first serve. We had some challenges with that, um, but it also alleviated a lot of challenges, which a lot of people don't understand. Right. Um, but that that's what comes from the back end, not the front end. But we still we now currently are first come, first serve. And like I said, uh, very few lift lines. Today is one of the busiest days of the season. And we're not seeing huge lines. We've got the, you know, a lot of people here, um, but everything's moving very well. Few lift lines, few ticket lines. Um, so yeah, we've we've worked through a lot of the things we've learned during the pandemic, and it's it's really paid off. And I think the experience um, that people get is really the test of time or the test of of the lessons we've learned. We're talking to Kim Yokel from Sugar Mountain Resort here on the Carolina Outdoors. I'm your host, Bill Barty. The website, skisugar.com. It's got all the information that we're talking about here, plus a whole lot more. So you need to check that out, skisugar.com. Kim, usually when I get you on here and I'm talking about uh, getting people up to, to Sugar Mountain, North Carolina, a couple of hours from Charlotte, really easy drive for you to be in a winter wonderland. Uh, but usually when I ask these questions, I ask them, from a beginner's standpoint, where we talk about etiquette and, you know, uh, merging downhill yields to those who are skiing downhill, uh, wearing helmets, being comfortable, layers, gloves, all of that, um, and having lessons, which are all supplied there at Sugar Mountain Resort, all of that. I'm going to ask this question from more of an expert or intermediate skier because um, when you were talking about opening up new runs uh, that are blue, black, Gunther's Way, um, how should we, if we're an intermediate or an expert skier, how should we start the season? Do you have advice for us uh, so that we don't injure ourselves by starting off too hot, uh, you know, skiing fast, whatever? Do you have advice for us as an intermediate or maybe even an expert skier, but we're starting out our first run of the year? Sure, of course. So with any sport you try, any new season that comes along, tennis, golf, skiing, uh, we all know that preparation is key. So you want to get physically fit, which means try to do exercises that apply to the muscles that you use when you ski, you know, your, your hips, your thighs, your back. Um, you want to go out and, you know, Google some exercises that are good for um, skiing. You want to have your equipment prepared. You want to, you know, make sure you take your skis or your snowboard to the local ski shop and have it freshly tuned. Or if you do it yourself, you know, you know what, what, you're, what you should be doing. Um, and then, of course, you know, you want to see what kind of conditions are at one, whatever mountain you're going to go and ski at. And, um, you know, head out. Hopefully you're prepared. <laughs> it sounds like it. If they're listening to the Carolina Outdoors, they definitely should be prepared because we'd like uh, talking about all of this. Kim Yokel on the program, of course, a ski champion of her own right and now at Sugar Mountain Resort. Uh, Kim, what about the ski clubs? Because I think you've had quite a successful ski club with people coming in from all over racing for Sugar Mountain. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and who are the members of the different ski clubs there at the mountain? 
Sure. So you 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 lead me right into something I forgot, which for intermediate and begin uh, intermediate and experts, uh, we've hosted probably for the past twenty five, nearly thirty years, a preseason ski clinic, which is geared mainly towards expert racers to come out first weekend in December. It's usually around December sixth to the second through the seventh. It coincides with our Sugar Fest, kind of our kickoff to winter. It's a preseason ski clinic that. It's three-day intensive, basically camp. You know, when you go away to golf camp and you're just intense every day is is learning the basics, practicing the basics, and just setting your foundation for the season ahead. So we have that three-day camp um, called the Preseason Ski Clinic that you could come to. We've got a great coaching staff. Sometimes we have an Olympian or an Olympic gold medalist or some kind of champion skier that participates in that three-day clinic as a coach or a celebrity coach and gives you tips and all kinds of great information to help you become a, a better, not, not only a better racer, but a better, just a, a better skier. So we've got that that gets you started. And then, of course, the ski clubs, you know, we host a number of ski races here at Sugar, the Crescent Ski Council races. We host NASTAR every weekend. Um, and then, I'm not sure if we're referring specifically to the Sugar Mountain Ski Club, which is a ski club for families, adults, whoever wants to participate. We have ski training every weekend. Every Tuesday and Thursday, Sugar Mountain closes the lifts between 4 and 6, but the ski club, um, the, the, the Big Birch lift is open for the ski club only to do their training um, during the closed period, and our ski club puts that on. And that's a great way to you know, to keep up with your skiing technique and your your skiing ability. Um, and we've got a great coaching staff along with that ski club as well. Um, Sean McKee is our head um, ski coach. He's been at Sugar for nearly 30 years as well. Um, so I think I've covered it. I'm not sure <laughs> you, other areas. You did, you did a great job. Of course, I hang my hat through the week uh, over at Jesse Brown's, and we have – several different families and several different skiers who uh, head up as, uh, as members uh, of that ski club, of your ski club. And whether we're talking about skiing or snowboarding, we always like to talk ski sugar, uh, but also ice skating, um, uh, mountain biking in the summertime, live music. Kim, that's a, become such a big deal up there on the mountain, including this winter, live music, hot cocoa, a warm fireplace, and much, much more. I guess we can just send them all over to skisugar.com. Kim Yokel of Ski Sugar, thank you always for your time here on the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you, Bill. I love talking with you and um, sharing all the the cold and snowy weather that we have here up at Sugar Mountain. Well, we're going to get you on again, talk a little bit more about uh, winter sports and economic impact as well, but we'll do that on another occasion. Have a great weekend of skiing and a great upcoming week of skiing as well. Kim Yokel, off she goes at Ski Sugar, skisugar.com, and off I go. But just for a moment, I'm going to come back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 